Easy Peeper Deeps, and welcome to another episode of the Feeling Fine Podcast. And I am your host, Pete Fine. Thank you once again for joining me on this uh, Sunday podcast, the last one of the year, the last Sunday podcast of the year. You will be able to tune in for the final podcast, uh, the, the sorry, the final um, Fine on Friday podcast on this coming Friday, which will be uh, Christmas Eve for those of you that celebrate Christmas, uh, the 24th of December. Uh, but then the Sunday podcast, which would be on Boxing Day, won't be happening this week, my my next podcast will be, as I just check the calendar, on the 2nd, the 2nd of January. So I'll be doing uh, my final Friday podcast after this one, that's this coming Friday, and then my next podcast won't be until the 2nd of January. So this is episode 10. Episode 10. What a round number to finish the year off on. Uh, and, uh, and I'm kind of really happy that I've managed to make it this far. And, you know, this podcast was something that I had intended to do for a while. Uh, you know, various ideas that I've I've been bouncing around with. This one came to uh, fruition. And who knows? Who knows what direction it's going to go in? Who knows what shape it's going to take? But for now, I am happy to just share my thoughts, observations and experiences with you in this way, in these conversations. Uh, thank you. For everybody that listens, everybody that subscribed, don't forget if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on whichever uh, platform you follow the Feeling Fine podcast on. Hit the subscribe button so you'll be notified of upcoming podcasts. And uh, it's all greatly appreciated. It's all to support the cause and so on. So thank you for anybody that has subscribed already. Uh, and thank you. Uh, to all the people that are listening worldwide that are lending their ears to this as it progresses. It's all greatly appreciated. I truly am grateful. So the subject that I have brought into this podcast, I've simply called this one, episode 10, Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief. Believing, this is something that I've come across a lot of uh, since I began my seeking, my spiritual seeking, and since I, I started on this path. Many people that I speak to have beliefs in one way or another, beliefs in this and beliefs in that, and belief believe that this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and so on and so on. And it's all kind of related to, in their view, related to spirituality. <clears throat> now, I know that there are many roads, as there's a saying, many roads lead to spirituality. In fact, a, 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 a meme that I came up with myself, uh, one of my own quotes, there are many roads that lead to spirituality but there's only one spiritual path. And um, the spiritual path, as I, uh, as I regard as being the spiritual path, is within. It's to look within, and above all, to, to truly understand what it means to look within. Now, this can easily be interpreted to meaning look within the mind, look within the mind, you know, the mind being the seat, if you like, of creativity uh, and imagination. 
but it's also the fathomless pit, uh, the depths, the deepest uh, uh, and potentially darkest and uncomfortable depths that one could ever plunge. As the saying goes, uh, uh, into the rabbit hole. If you plunge into the depths of the mind, it's like plunging into the depths of the rabbit hole. What many people don't realise is that what we all view as reality, each of us as individuals, what we view as reality is, in truth, uh, a mind-generated image. There is... Um, a word that's used in some kind of, uh, I think it might be uh, uh, Indian, maybe it's Sanskrit, I have no idea. But the word that uh, is often used is maya. Maya, which basically means illusion. <coughs> Excuse me. Illusion. The word maya means illusion. And in, and this word is often used to describe or kind of define reality as we perceive it. That reality as we perceive it is actually an illusion. But it requires you to look within to understand what this means. One of the things that I have come to see in uh, spirituality and a lot of people that say, you know, that they are spiritual and so on. And, you know, I am not trying to say that you are not. If you see your spirituality in this way, this is obviously your way of looking at things. But then everything, every aspect of your perception of reality stands to be questioned. And if it isn't being questioned by yourself, then if it's not being questioned by you, then it's being questioned, it stands to be questioned by anybody else. And so a lot of people speak about illusion. A lot of people speak about the illusion and so on. But then at the same time, uh, people speak about having beliefs and spiritual beliefs and so on. Now, if you just look at this logically, it's like to see reality as an illusion and then to have beliefs, there's a kind of a contradiction in terms there. Because it's an illusion. So what is there to believe? What is there to believe? But then again, I suppose from another standpoint, something else that I, I remember coming across a few years ago, are saying that uh, basically uh, believing is seeing. I've seen this in a number of different places. Believing is seeing. And what this is, is it's to flip the, uh, the kind of, the more common phrase of seeing is believing on its arse, to completely turn it round, to be more authentic. So generally people, pe people tend to say, I'll believe that when I see it. So it's not until they see something that they decide that it's, it's believable. However, when you've seen something, you don't have to believe it because you've seen it. So this means that, you know, belief in truth is a way of defining something that you don't know, you haven't experienced, you haven't seen or whatever. So somebody tells you a story about their life, somebody tells, shares an experience with you or whatever. Or it's like when you, you see in the court of law. In the court of law, you obviously have the defendant and the jury and blah, blah, blah. And what, the, the, uh, what determines whether or not the defendant is guilty or innocent is basically whether the jury believes his story or not. But... The jury have no knowledge, no true knowledge. You know, we've covered this in a previous sort of podcast. 
Knowledge meaning you know something. You have direct experience of something. So it's not information that's been given to you. It's not information that's been shared with you. You actually have the experience. This is what... So when you've had the experience, it becomes known. When Once it has become known, then you put your experience into words, which is sharing your knowledge. So in the court of law, the defendant, the jury sees the defendant, they have no knowledge, they have, they have no idea, they don't know whether the defendant committed this crime or whatever, or whether they didn't. All they have is the information that's been presented to them. And on that basis, they decide whether they will believe the defendant or not. So in a way, belief is like a form of judgment. And so when you say, I believe it when I see it, you have no need to believe anymore because you've seen it. If you've experienced something, then this kind of removes the need to believe it. So a more kind of authentic way of looking at this would be to say, believing is seeing. So like I said, this is what I came across a few years ago. Believing is seeing. So, uh, but then what this kind of means is that it's only when you choose to believe something that you will, that it, it, it's more likely to become a reality for you. And this is something that, uh, uh, you know, in this respect, believing is a necessity when it comes to manifesting, manifestation and uh, sort of manifesting the, let's say, the life of your desires. So if you want something in your life or your life to be a certain way, then first you have to believe that it's possible. Then you have to kind of remove all of the ideas, beliefs and thoughts, opinions or whatever that might counter this belief that you wish to become your reality, that you want to become your reality. So, uh, and once this, this, you start, start, once you start to follow this process, then what you believe will in some way, shape or form become a reality for you or show up in your life. Believing is seeing. So here we can see that belief has a role to play. But then at the same time, when people have beliefs about, to have a belief about yourself, about who you are, uh, and to refer to this as being spiritual. In truth, you can only believe what somebody's told you. You don't believe what you've experienced. You don't believe it because you've experienced it. So there's no need to believe. But then if somebody tells you something, so this is the situation for a lot of people. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I understand that this might, might sort of, for a lot of people, it might not be, uh, I'm not trying to offend or upset anybody. I'm just simply sharing what I see. And if somebody tells you something, and, the, you know, it's easy to believe things that make yourself feel better about life. So anybody can tell you anything. Anybody can have a perception, their own perception of something and share this with you and you can, you can develop your beliefs around somebody else's perception and subsequently maybe at some point, maybe at some point, their, what they perceive might in some way become your reality. But it's important to know that just like the saying goes, believing is seeing. It only becomes your reality because you believed it in the first place. Now, this doesn't mean that you should go around disbelieving things. 
what rather, as the name of this podcast suggests, you know, on the spiritual path, as as I have, as you know, as I've started, as as I followed, and as and and as I've developed my understanding, it's important to really go deeper than the words that we gather, than the ideas and the beliefs that we gather. It's important that we go deeper than all of this to to see for ourselves. So, and one of the things that I, I consider that we must go deeper with is belief. So we must go beyond belief. What does it mean to go beyond belief? Well, the with spirituality and with making this choice for me it meant that everything had to be questioned so first there's an understanding that you know an understanding a realization that everything that I had considered to be my knowledge wasn't my knowledge. It was just what I believed to be my knowledge. So this was a belief that I had. So I had a belief in my mind based on everything that I, the information that I'd been given throughout my life as an infant and so on. So this is what formed my belief. And and being my belief, it is what I considered as being true. So, you know, obviously, if you believe something, then in your mind, you made your mind up that this is true. This is the truth. So I believed all this information that I'd been given to be true. But then once my path began to unfold and I started to see more deeply I began to realize that actually I was just believing somebody else's idea of what reality is. So this, it was basically, I had taken it on as being my own belief system. So in that moment, in that moment, I had kind of put aside my belief. So it weren't like I just suddenly decided I don't believe it anymore. It was that I, I kind of accepted the idea that all that I had previous belie- previously believed, so every, every last piece of information that I had been given about the entire universe and myself, so all the information that I'd been given about myself and everything in this universe, I put it to one side as if to say, right, not to say I don't believe it, but to say, perhaps this isn't true. Perhaps this isn't the truth. Perhaps this isn't the truth. So in doing this, it opened up the avenue for me to question things. <clears throat> so what we generally tend to do is we give, we're given all of this information. We're given all of this knowledge given all of this you know from being an infant you know as I've said before in a previous podcast you go through the educational process of A is for apple B is for ball blah 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 and you learn all of these words or all of these labels we learn all of these labels we learn how to spell these labels and then we learn labels about bigger things the labels get more intricate and as we grow and as we develop through the years the labels then uh, um you know, so you might have this label that uh, uh, A is for B, Apple B is for ball, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I always use this this description. Uh, so you look at a tree. So now we have this belief that this tree is a tree. But when you truly look at the, the tree, when you truly look at the tree, or rather, when you look at the tree through your conditioned mind, so all of this information that we are given, this is a conditioning we are conditioned to see uh, things in this way. So when you look at the tree through your conditioning, you think 
the thought arises that you know that it's a tree. So there you go with the belief. The thought arises that you know it's a tree, despite the fact that in actual fact, in truth, you were just given the information that it was a tree. So now you have this thought, it's a tree. So how do you know it's a tree? So then you might go on to define the tree. Well, it's a tree because it has bark, it has leaves, it has branches, it has twigs, blah, blah, blah. It grows like this. It's got green leaves and blah, 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 blah. And we throw out all of this explanation. We give all this explanation. And this in our belief system, this in our belief system means that we know what a tree is. But in truth, what we're actually doing is our definition of the tree is just a load more labels. So all we've done is we've taken all these different elements of the tree and we've given them a name. And each element of the tree that has a name that's been given a name, we take all of the different elements of the elements of the tree and those elements are given a name. So in reality, what we refer to as a description of the tree isn't a description at all. It's just more labels. So everything is just labels, a process of labels. And in this way, our whole view of reality is mapped out in this way. Now, this is what I refer to as the matrix. The matrix is a map of reality. It's like a filter that we place over reality. So every time we look at things, we are looking at everything through this filter. And the filter is just noise. It's just noise. So, you know, and what I mean by that is, if you think about it, you know, if you, you, you go into this, you know, I know I said think about it. Rather than think about it, just go into this. Look at this. Look at this and to see what you see. Uh, so when I say the filter is just noise, so you look at a tree. And in order for you to truly believe, in order for you to believe that it's a tree, you have to accept the label tree. And then you have to accept all of the sub-labels for all of the different elements of the tree. So now, to see the tree, there's a load of noise that comes before, uh, that, that immediately um, shrouds over the tree. And this noise is all of the words repeating in your mind. Okay, so although we're not truly aware of this, and this isn't like a, a, a script that, excuse me, that continually plays out, but this is what's actually happening. So we become almost incapable of looking at anything without the narrative, without the narrative that breaks down what we think it is. And that narrative being our belief system, it being our filter. So this filter, or the matrix as I call it, is constantly mapping out reality for us because of the way that our minds have been conditioned to see. So this, in effect, is the belief system. You know, many people might consider belief systems to be just things like, you know, and I know I said uh, in one of my previous podcasts that um, science and, and um, conspiracy theorism is uh, uh, these are like uh, just belief systems like religion. Well, the the deeper aspect of the of a belief system is to think something is true, to believe something is true. So that's what a belief system is. When you believe something is true, so the first belief. The, 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 uh, the fundamental belief system is the condition of the mind and the way the mind is conditioned. Because in this conditioning, we have accepted the belief that things can be explained. We have accepted the belief that reality can be condensed 
into a collection of words. You know, to be able to look at something and see it in its entirety and uh, uh, aside from the veil, uh, you know, uh, uh, of, of, of ignorance and through the light of truth, to be able to do this, it's, it's a process that one has to follow to uncover all of the things that are not true. So, in reality, the, the act of, I suppose you could call it an act, of being a seeker, a spiritual seeker, isn't to look for truth. You know, we are already, we are already in truth. You know, I, I was about to say in possession of truth. But that wouldn't be, a, a, you know, a, a very accurate way of saying it. We are already in truth. However, through the mind being conditioned the way that it has, we are incapable of seeing or knowing or more, more clearly of realizing this truth because of all the noise, because of all the, the labels, the beliefs, the ideas, the opinions, the concepts, blah, 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 blah. These are what prevent us from truly seeing. So while we have this head filled with all these beliefs, ideas, opinions, and so on, uh, we can only believe we can only believe this appears to be the only thing that we are capable of. So, belief, belief is a, a like a tool that, it's a tool of the mind. The mind The mind requires belief to, to, in order to manifest, the mind utilizes a belief. But then a belief is just a way of focusing your attention. Okay, so the belief is a way of focusing your attention. But then in truth, uh, in truth, belief has no reality. Okay, let's put it like that. In truth, belief has no reality. The mind is not truth. The mind is... The mind is a gathering of memory and imagination. So, you know, memory being past, all that has passed, and with past experience, the mind utilizing the mind, one can imagine future scenarios. Now, this is something that we're all aware of. So, if you can utilize the mind and past experience, past memory, to imagine a future possibility, then this is where belief, this is where the tool, if you like, of belief becomes a necessity. But then it's only a necessity to the mind. So, the, the, I suppose the deeper question here would be to ask, why would it be necessary for anybody to believe anything? You know, when you think about all of the things that you believe, why is belief necessary 
as I said before, belief means that there's something that you don't know. And to form a belief or a belief system about yourself or about anything. So it might be that you believe that you're a soul inside a body or you've been sent here from somewhere to complete some mission or uh, you, you don't believe in God or you this, whether you believe or you don't believe something. There's no difference in either case. Both of these are symbolic of the same thing, that you believe something. You know, if you say, I don't believe in God, then basically you believe that there is no God. If you say you believe in God, then you believe that there is a God. But either way, it's just a belief. And it signifies the fact that, in truth, you have no idea. But then, I suppose the darker side of belief is the fact that you know, and we can all say that we've we've all seen this in our throughout our lives and throughout the history of humanity. The darker side of belief is when you trample on somebody's beliefs. When you trample on people's beliefs, people get offended. And by trampling on them, I mean when you uh, mock, when you criticize, when you. Um, if you say anything derogatory about somebody's beliefs, you know, like we've seen this in religion for so many centuries, uh, all the wars and so on that have happened um, between nations because of beliefs. But people are quickly, quickly to anger, are quick to anger when their beliefs are challenged. I saw something, I can't remember if it was something I saw online or a headline in a paper. It was a headline somewhere. It might have been a headline while I was um, I was on my email account and they, I get all these headlines up there and stuff. And I think it may well have been on there. But there was a, a woman that had gone into Marks and Spencer's. Can I say Marks and Spencer? Well, I suppose I can. It's my podcast. <laughs> hey, Marks and Spencer's, if you want to sponsor my podcast, hit me up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this woman had gone into Marks and Spencer's and she'd seen something uh, that basically it, it was something related to Christmas, but it had made some kind of uh, joke joke advertising campaign about Christmas. Uh, so it had replaced um, the Christ in Christmas with something else. Uh, and um, anyway, this woman saw it and she immediately took to social media or whatever and she went on Marks and Spencer's website to... to uh, lodge a, a formal complaint kind of thing uh, at the fact that she was offended and what it said in this article is uh, in her when she was interviewed or in her, the the complaint that she made or whatever she went on to say something like if this was some other religions kind of deity or whatever there would be an uproar about it and something like this which then kind of brought about the question, was she actually offended because Marks and Spencer had run the campaign, campaign or was she offended because she's seen other people get offended at how their deities have been represented or misrepresented? You know, but either way, what it was was a reflection of the fact that when you have a belief, there's also a necessity that you have to defend your belief. And the reason why it's necessary to defend your belief 
is because you don't know yourself. You don't know yourself. And what a belief is in this respect is it's paper thin. It's just an idea that you've got in your head. So if it's just an idea, then it's paper thin. It's got no substance. There's no substance to it. So it becomes necessary to be offended. It becomes necessary to defend something that has no substance because that offence and that defence that you might show is what kind of, in your own mind, reinforces the belief and makes it appear to be more solid than what it actually is. And this is the, the basis of, of every war that's been fought uh, uh, in the history of humanity. Wars are fought on the basis that people believe, but they don't know. This has kind of reminded me of something that, uh, I, uh, you know, when I... Um, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts and previous podcasts, I told you that I went, I read through the Gospel of Saint John based on something. I I had, a, a, let's call it, a voice in my presence uh, that kind of inspired me to look through the Bible. I don't know what it was, and I'm not going to come to jump to any conclusions about what it was, but this voice prompted me to look through the Bible and the first thing that I was inspired to to truly to truly follow was the, the Gospel of St. John. So I read through the Gospel of St. John. Uh, and there was something, it was related to the, as I read through the Gospel and it comes to the Last Supper and so on and Prior to the Last Supper, Jesus is talking to his disciples and so on and so on. And the one thing that became clear to me that it says in the Bible is that the people that crucified Jesus believed in God. The people that crucified Jesus believed in God. And yet... Here was a man that is believed to be the son of God. So there was a point that I read where Jesus is trying to basically say to people, if you, I think in a roundabout way what he was saying was, how do you believe in God but you don't know who I am. And this is why people regarded him as being blasphemous. How do you claim to believe in God if you don't know who I am? Now, the, you know, there is obviously a deeper meaning in what he was trying to say. And whenever you read things that Jesus was saying in the Bible, he spoke in parable, he never spoke directly and on most of the occasions he wouldn't he didn't speak directly and his reason for doing this was because if he used the word directly people would just quote what he was saying and misquote what he was saying now yes i'm i'm speaking about the bible here but not because i believe the story but this but however the story, in my view, is written in a particular way that it kind of shows us something more deeper than the story itself. And what it shows us is when you detach yourself from the need to find meaning, the truth will reveal itself to you, kind of on its own accord. You know... Echoing back to what I was saying before, truth isn't something that you seek. So on the spiritual path, this is it's like, you know, everything in, in truth is paradoxical. Everything about our life experience and our experience, you know, our physical experience of life is kind of paradoxical. And the paradox of, of going on the spiritual path is 
you kind of begin as a seeker. But then in order to realize the deeper truth, you have to stop seeking. You have to stop seeking. Uh, and when you stop seeking, this basically means that The more you seek, the more the truth becomes buried. So when you stop seeking, this is the point where you turn your knowledge or the information that you've gathered. So, okay, I spoke before about how we learn and we, we're given all of this information. We're conditioned to see life this way and so on. Now, we also have the, the potential uh, to take all of this information and turn it around on itself. And this is what it basically means to look within. So now I can utilize the information that I've been given to examine the information. And once I turn that information onto itself and I examine information with information then I can it's like advancing that step further to understand um, on a deeper level who I am this is the look within so now with now with an understanding that I have an, a head or a mind full of information. I've been conditioned to see and think in this certain way. Excuse me. So conditioning means that now I've been given all of this information. I look at life through this information. And looking at life through this information, I said in a previous podcast, there's no such thing as a free thinker. Because you look at life through this matrix of information and then you begin to believe that you are seeing something different when in actual fact all you are seeing is through that same filter of information. But what you are doing is, what we end up doing is we start to see it in a way that makes us feel more comfortable because it kind of looks different to the way that we were shown. So in a way we start to feel rebellious because we're going against the grain but then the the reality is that even the act of going against the grain if we are doing so with the information that we've been given uh, so basically just turning it into something else then we are still functioning through the conditioned mind so when we can turn that information around to see uh, to see it for what it is and then once you see it for what it is there's also this also brings about the realization that you can't use knowledge or I say knowledge you can't use the information that we've been given to realize truth because Okay, let's put it like this. This whole universe, this whole universe, if, if, if you believe that, and again, I'm going back into the whole idea of believing. People believe that um, that this universe evolved on its own accord. I had this sort of online conversation with somebody once and he kind of, and I think I upset him, to be honest, it wasn't my intention. But he started out criticising somebody who believed in God and blah, blah, blah. And then he said, it's all scientific fact that if you look at this and that and everything's evolved, blah, blah, blah. So I asked him a question and I said, okay, so that means if it's all evolved from this and that and whatever, then um, it's kind of evolved itself. Uh, and he came back with the same response. Yes, it's all evolved itself, blah, blah, blah. Science has proven this. So then I said, so it would be fair to say then that 
it's self-created, which means that it created itself. So self is the creator. Uh, and at that point, he started attacking me. <laughs> he started attacking me uh, and um, trolling me. I think that's the word, isn't it? Trolling me uh, because of what I said. And clearly, I think what I'd said had had put a seed in his mind that he made him feel uncomfortable. But if we look at, uh, at, at look at reality in this way, it's self-created. It created itself. It evolved on its own accord. Or, uh, you know, it, you might say, okay, if you believe that God created the universe and some being who lives in the sky or whatever molded and shaped everything and fashioned everything out of this and that and blah, 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 and so on and so forth, whichever way you look at it, this whole reality, this whole universe, this whole cosmos was here before our ability to put it into words. And even with what I've said about words, words, words in my view do not define anything. They're, you know, the, the words are just noises at the end of the day. It's just a load of noises. If words truly meant something, then there would only be one language. You know, if you speak to somebody, if I speak to somebody in Spain or whatever, I, you know, there was a point where I used to get really uncomfortable around people when they who spoke a foreign language because I don't know what they're saying. They could be saying anything about me. And it, it, that kind of thing used to mess with my head. But then, obviously, as I've sort of evolved, if you like, now I listen to foreign languages and it kind of makes me smile. It kind of makes me feel humble because, number one, they speak something that I, I can't comprehend. You know, you might be able to get the gist of what somebody's speaking about if they speak a foreign language, but to me, it's something that I can't comprehend. But then number two, if I speak, they might not be able to speak and understand what I'm saying either. But what this means is we're just both making noises. You know, to that person, oh, they can hear from me, and all I can hear from them is the same. But it's only when we start to hold up objects and show each other things and point to things that the noises that we're making start to develop some kind of coherence. But nevertheless, we are still just making noises. And on top of that, these noises only became descriptions of things long after the things were ever, ever in existence. So a word can never define something that was here before the word. For the word to be a, def a definition of something, the word would have to have been before the thing itself. So you could have the argument, well, God made this, and God made that, and God called this and that, and so on and so forth, and blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, that's a, that's a fair argument. But, you know, my response to that is, well, if that is the case, then for me to accept that as truth, God would have to have told me that himself. <laughs> Maybe etched it on a tablet. Um, but because that hasn't been the case, I, I don't accept, I don't stand here and say I don't believe it. Uh, but at the same time, I don't say I do believe it. What I, I am saying is I accept that this is what it is in our present sort of view of reality and this is what works uh, in order for us to be able to communicate with each other but that doesn't make it the truth that doesn't make it the absolute so belief belief to me has its purpose it has its purpose and the purpose that it has is to remind us of what we don't know, to remind us of what we don't truly know. If you truly know something, you know, picking up back to a point that I mentioned earlier about all the wars and so on, and, 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 and you know, people get aggressive when you question their beliefs and so on. 
you know, people get aggressive because they don't truly know. But if you truly know, if you uh, if you're standing with somebody, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but you might be with somebody and you know something. You've had a direct experience of something and you'll be talking to somebody about it and they turn around to you and they say, no, that's not true. And they start to tell you what they think is true, what they believe is true. But you know what's true. You've had the experience, you've seen something or whatever, whatever it is. But the experience is, is true for you because you've had it, you know it's true. But then you've got somebody here who's saying, no, that's not true. Blah, 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 blah. And they're trying to tell you what is true because they only think they know despite know the fact that you know. So when you're in this situation, you tell me. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny because it seems like surreal. You might be stood there thinking, is this real? You know, I was there. I saw it with my own eyes. And this guy is trying to tell me that it ain't true. So you can't get offended because you know. But then if you didn't know and it was just a belief, then you're likely to get offended. Then you're likely to get your back up. Then you are likely to feel uncomfortable in the situation. So belief has its place. Belief has its place. And the um, and what belief does is it feeds the mind. It feeds the mind, uh, the mind-projected idea of who we think we are, and it gives us something to feel comfortable about. So we can believe to see what we want to see in life. And, you know, believing is seeing. This is the same part of the same process. If you believe something because you want to see this, then this, again, is fueled for the mind. Our fundamental truth is beyond the mind and therefore beyond belief. That's it for this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting this new podcast as it started uh, a couple of months ago, however long ago it was. Please tune in on Friday for the final podcast from myself this year, the Fine on Friday podcast uh, on Christmas Eve. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed week. And go easy on yourself. Go easy on yourself. Until Friday. Peace.